0: Welcome to the Speakeasy, Mixing Passions, established in 2023. This is your host, Brian Bailey. Pull up a stool and join me for Happy Hour. These shows were created to help fill the knowledge gap, make us much better whiskey connoisseurs and enthusiasts, and better golfers too. Sit back and enjoy. Happy Hour. Okay. <clears throat> hey there, Speakeasy fans. This is Brian Bailey here, bringing you a Happy Hour. So this one's going to be kind of quick and actually on the screen you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, so we're just going to kind of go through evaluating our whiskey log as well as evaluating your golf game. Again, how it's important to start using data to understand and track and get you better at what we're trying to do. So what we're trying to do in whiskey is increase, get our palate better, get our taste better, and get our ability to, to identify and enjoy whiskey better. Same thing works in golf. We want to, you know, evaluate our game, figure out how to get our score better, how to make more birdies, make less bogeys, shoot better rounds. So let's discuss both of those right now. So we'll start with evaluating uh, whiskey and we're going to use our evaluating whiskey log. I actually created this for use on Instagram. I'm going to put these, so any tasting or reviews we do, I'm going to put the actual, I'll create the front cover for you and then I will believe a, Back cover or the black section blank that you can go through and talk about color, nose, palette, finish, kind of what the main parts of a, of a tasting. And then that way, the beauty is I designed it to fit perfectly on your camera screen. So you can screenshot those, um, add your text, screenshot again, and actually stow those away inside your camera. That way, if you're going somewhere and someone's like, Yeah, I think I've tasted that in the past, you can scroll through, find Bullet Bourbon or red or whatever we're actually talking about and go through and look at your review and I will post my reviews online and leave them there as well so you can go back and see what I think again I'm just a, a big you know neanderthal golf coach so you use my judgments and my tastings for what they are but they're there for you if you need a reference. And like I said, if you're just getting into it, you can kind of scroll through some of our our tastings and maybe pick a good whiskey for yourself or a friend or something to try one time uh, based off of what we've given you as well. So without further ado, let's talk about evaluating whiskey. So we know um, tasting has four main parts. We wanna look at the color. We're gonna, with color, you're gonna look at, is it light to dark? Does it have legs or no legs, which we'll talk about more in the future. I'm not going to waste time on this show about that. And also viscosity. Is it a thin or is it a thick, right? Usually the blonder it is, the thinner the whiskey is, and usually the darker the thick, you know, the thicker it it appears and and acts. Uh, Legs is a version of, if it's a very thick whiskey, it tends not to have legs, so the alcohol content tends to be higher. If we start to see really thin legs, legs are, when you swirl the glass, does it run up and down the side of the glass into thin lines? That's what they call legs. So do this, does it have legs, does it not? But more so than anything, especially for a newbie, just look at color. Is it a blonde or is it an auburn redhead? Like, like where is it? Is it somewhere in between? And then we give you just five simple stars, one, two, three, four, five, kind of again is it very blonde, very dark to somewhere in between. Be careful on coloring because uh, the companies can fool you. Bourbons can't. Bourbons can't add coloring, but a lot of um, blends, uh, Canadians, Scotch, Irish, that they, they can add coloring. So coloring can, can fool you a little bit, but bourbon, the beauty of bourbons is what bourbon is is bourbon is. So the, all that color comes from years of aging. Um, again, you can use nose by nose. So let's actually pour a glass here. Uh, let's just do a little sampling here. Let me grab. We'll stay in the American side. Uh, what the heck? Let's take this. This is just a rye, so this will be a little bit different. So, what I'm going to do is let's just take a little sampling. Uh, we're doing a bullet in another presentation, that's why it's up here. But just to be different, we're going to uh, just take a this is not a full review but we're just going to kind of walk you through the review sheet so jh bards makes a toasted high rye whiskey Uh, when it has been aged for six years it is 95 proof Um, so and again it does have a little bit of malted barley but 95 percent rye and let me make sure i was right on that yeah 90 proof perfect so what we can do again so color wise if we looked at the color you can see it aged six years so I would say moderate in color not super dark not super light smell wise this is a rye it does have some barley in it but it's mainly rye so with rye you get spicy notes I get a little bit of oak it's toasted oak not charred so bourbons have to be in a charred oak barrel new this is toasted so they they burn it less on the inside. It's more of a toasted, not that charred black film. But like you can see kind of, you can still see on my whiskey barrel there as I wipe my finger, I get a little bit of that brown suit because it are so charred. So toasted would be a, a lighter burn inside the barrels. Mm. And again, I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest, J.H. Bards is here in uh, Virginia, Radford, Virginia. Um, I love this rye. You'll see me talk about this quite often. So if you're in Virginia, you can find it. If not, give me a call and we'll go have one together. Um, we'll drive out there. So again, now so nose wise, I'm getting a little bit of spice from the rye. I, I smell I smelled a little bit of barley and I'm getting a little bit of oak flavoring. So from the nose complexity wise, I would say moderate. I'm getting different tones, different flavors. Uh, I would say simple. I'm getting one, maybe two things, but here I can actually I can actually get a couple different ones, but I don't get any of that any alcohol punch from it so again, it's a to me is a I get a little bit of I wouldn't say citrus, but there's definitely a fruit component to it, maybe apple cool. Um, so let's go ahead and take a little sip. First sip always is is waking up the palate. Second sip is your money sip where you can get your flavors. Mm. Definitely get the punch from the rye, which I like. Definitely get a punch from some oak. Definitely get some oak hit. Um, little sweet out the gate, but immediately turns into spicy baking cinnamon nutmeg. I'm still sitting in my mouth, so the finish is really good. Pallet-wise, to me, really smooth. Don't really get a lot of alcohol bite from it, especially being 90 proof. You know, we start getting 90, 100 proof. You tend to get a little more aggressive alcohol flavor. Don't get that. So, again, nose-wise, what I smell, palate is what I taste. Complexity-wise, I would say midpoint. Um, Again, it's not – I've had more complex whiskeys, and I've had much simpler whiskeys. For the price point and what this tastes like, this is really, really good. I believe I paid 40 bucks for this. So again, moderately priced. And last thing we'll do, let's do finish one more time. Still taste it. Still getting some bite from the rye. It's getting a little bit of baking spices at the end. So again, I really like this. To me, this would be It's a longer finish, but I wouldn't call it long, long. Um, So again, to me, this would be kind of maybe four stars. It's long. It's smooth. I get a lot of bite. It's still sitting on my tongue. It doesn't dry my mouth out. Um, If you watch my bullet one earlier um, on an earlier presentation, that actually dried my mouth out a lot at the end. This one really doesn't do it still kind of sitting on my tongue a little bit, I can still taste a little of that finish. So again, to me, this would be much longer. So the the beauty of what the logs allow you to do is take data, write down your thoughts, and then really just say, it was it good enough for me to buy. So if I try try it at a bar, like at a different flight, you know, you can go to different Uh, Spirit convention, sit at a bar, put these down, try a couple different whiskeys, and write down would I want to buy a bottle? Is this something that I would want in my collection that I would sit down and enjoy? And to me, this is a heck yeah. Uh, For some, maybe not. But again, we can start treating this data. And I think the really cool part about this is you circle back and test this again. So I would come back through this, a couple weeks later, do another tasting of it and say, hey, did my palate change? You know, I had Mexican for lunch today, so did that change what my flavors are? I'm actually, you know, it was a little garlicky, a lot of peppers. Did that give me a little bit different taste than the last time I tasted? Sometimes you'll try a whiskey and don't like it, come back a few weeks later and go, man, that's actually pretty good. So again, this is why we need to keep this data and track it. And then more than so than anything, it just gives you that ability to refine your palate and really understand what's happening. And as we get better at it, I would do this in a blind taste with maybe a a russell's and maybe uh... the bullet rye and say here's three different ryes can you Figure out which one J.H. Bard is. Can you figure out which one Russell's is? Can you figure out which one Bullet is? Start doing blind tastings, and that will really start to hone that palate. We'll do that here in the future. But as as new uh, whiskey people, and I'm fairly new as well, I would probably bomb that. So maybe I'll record one and just show you how bad I am at that. But this would be a really good way for you to start tracking and understanding. And like I said, if, if people start to use the, the images on Instagram and really... If it seems like that's something. So if you do it, send me a, an image, and I'll share it with everybody um, via Instagram story. And if I get a bunch of people doing that, I'll spend the extra couple bucks, create an app, and we'll actually start tracking this over time, create a community. You can go v- look at other people's uh, ratings of different whiskeys and, and kind of build our speakeasy community that way. But right out the gate, let's just make sure people are going to do this uh, and, and have fun with this. So that's what it looks like to evaluate whiskey um using data and actually tracking same goes for your golf game (laughs) for me as a golf coach is the most frustrating part nobody likes to stat um too lazy don't want to spend the time don't know what i'm looking for um my parents will do it i don't need stats these are all excuses i always hear so what's important about stat keeping is we need to be more efficient more effective in our training and train what's relevant and if you're not drinking keeping stats, you can't do that. So when you're evaluating your golf game, and I created a, a, a company called Gameforge um, right here, um, that'll have, actually help you track your system, show you where you need to improve things to work on. And maybe in the future, we might even be able to take, take a Gameforge version of whiskey tasting. Hmm. That's interesting. But from that, we'll be able to look at your score, you know, and kind of the main things we look at inside of Game 4 is score. What is your scoring average? Birdies, bogeys, eagles, doubles. How are you creating your score? Um, what does your offense look like? How, how good are you at making birdie? Um, opportunities versus conversions, right? Defense, um, bogeys, um, how many bogeys do you make? And, again, opportunities versus conversions. How many missed greens do I have? How often do I hit it within six feet? What's my conversion rate? So we need to be able to quantify where you're good and where you're weak and where we can start to drill down and how to get you better. And if we went to four main points, we'd go to noise. Um, inside of scoring, we always talk about um, birdies, pars, and bogeys are normal scoring. Noise is outside of that, so that would be eagles, doubles. Other words in front of bogey, such as triple bogey, quadruple bogey, seven over bogey i don't know what that's called uh things like that i always say when you have to put a word in front of bogey you know you're in trouble um but more so than that, that's understanding those components and if we start to understand those components and where they come opportunities versus conversion now we can be really effective and efficient in the way that we train and if you're effective and efficient and really highlight the relevant parts now you have a chance to really start changing your scoring and get better faster. And that's really what we're trying to do with the, uh, the whiskey log, as well as the um, evaluate your golf game log. To watch me you know, do a review is awesome, but I want you in the weeds, I want you tasting it, I want you to get that same feedback loop. And then that's really what we're creating, right? They're feedback loops. When I taste this whiskey, here's the things I taste. Now the next time I taste a different brand of whiskey, can I taste some of those same notes? And as we start to build this knowledge, we can really start to create a palette and become much more effective, efficient, and relevant inside of whiskey tasting, as well as scoring and golf. So if you need any help with golf, definitely Game Forge has got you covered. Um, you can shoot me an email at brian at my Game Forage. I'll be more than happy to show you anything Game Forge related. And again, if you want to learn more about whiskeys, research online, um, but the best way to do it, grab a bottle, grab a glass, sit down, in a nice, quiet area like I'm doing today and give it a sample and see what you taste. And like I said, I've created a log there on Instagram at the speakeasy, mixing passions. If you go under, cock, if you go under um, whiskey reviews, you will actually see the pull down screenshot, use those, save them on your camera. If you taste a whiskey that we've done or a different one, hey, tag me in a story and I will post that on the speakeasy side as well. Again, what I'm trying to do is create a community of golfer and whiskey enthusiasts and let's have some, some um, areas where we can kind of co-create together, and I would love to sit down and play golf and have, have a drink with everybody um, that watches this at one point. So uh, wish you the best there. Like always, onward and forward in your whiskey. This has been a Fuel production.